Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in 1 Kings 22. And so let me set the background for you. Ahab has just gone through a horrible situation. His wife Jezebel had an innocent man stoned to death just so Ahab could assume a vineyard next to his palace. How horrible is that? You kill someone over a land deal and you're the leader. You're the king. You're supposed to be setting the pace as as the one who follows the Lord, who lives a righteous life, who does good in the eyes of God and men. You're supposed to be that person. And you kill a guy for some land. So that just happened. God brought a profound judgment on his life. But Ahab is still king when we get to 22. And here's what happens. Now, for three years, Syria and Israel continued without war. So this war that they had been in, there was some peace. But now in the third year, Jehoshaphat, who is the king of Judah, Ahab was the king of Israel. Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, came down to the king of Israel, which is Ahab. And the king of Israel uh, said to his servants, Do you know that Ramoth Gilead belongs to us? And we keep quiet and do not take it out of the hands of the king of Syria. And he said to Jehoshaphat, Will you go to battle with me to Ramoth Gilead? And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, I am as you are, my people as your people, my horses as your horses. Now remember, prior to this point, actually some years prior, um, the, the kingdom was united. So Israel and Judah were together. Um, they, um, they were one, one kingdom ruled by one king, right? But now, because of the sin of Solomon uh, and his sons, it's divided. And so when he says this statement, hey, we're the same people, well, they really are, right? They're the same nationality and, and originally have the same religion and following the true and living God. So he says, yeah, I'll go with you, brother. That's basically what he says. I got your back. So here's what happens that's incredibly interesting. Check this out. So now Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, inquire first the word of the Lord. In other words, let's go to the let's go to the Lord and see what the Lord says. Now, that's not been Ahab's tradition. <laughs> He's got some prophets we're going to see, but he has not been really interested in the word of the Lord. He's been really interested in pleasing his wife Jezebel and doing what doing what he wanted. But he says, let's first acquire the word of the Lord. Okay. So then the king of Israel, Ahab, gathered the prophets together, about 400 men. And he said to them, shall I go to battle against Ramoth Gilead or shall I refrain? And they said, go up for the Lord will give it into your hand of the king. But Jehoshaphat said, is there not another prophet of the Lord of whom we may inquire? In other words, Jehoshaphat's hearing 400 people agree on one thing. And he's saying, you know, this doesn't feel right. Maybe we, maybe we ought to get a second opinion here. And so he says to the king of Israel, and so the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, yeah, there's yet another man whom we may inquire. His name is Micaiah, the son of Imlah, but I hate him. Let me read that again. Yeah, there is another person we may inquire, right? His name is Micaiah, the son of Imlah, but I hate him. He is basically saying, yeah, there's another prophet out there, but I like him. There's nothing about him I like. Here's what we got to understand as leaders. Here's why we have to understand as people who have any influence over others, just because you don't like someone doesn't mean they don't speak the truth. Just because you don't like who they are doesn't mean they don't have something good to say. You have to rise and elevate above your feelings and emotions. If you just don't like someone and you discard them, you might be missing exactly what the Lord wants to say and speak into your life. And so he says, look, I hate him for he never prophesies goods concerning me, but evil. He, oh, so here's why he doesn't like him. He never tells me what I want to hear. 
<laughs> now, if you're surrounded by 400 people, as Ahab was, who all say the same thing in chorus, you're not getting wise counsel. That Listen, that's never going to get you where you need to go. That isn't going to protect you from the struggles that are out there. It just simply isn't. So, so he says, there's just one guy, but I don't like him. So there you go. But then it goes on and it says this. He says, um, because he never prophesied anything for me. Then Jehoshaphat said to the king, let not the king say so. Then the king of Israel summoned an officer and said, go bring me Micaiah, the son of Lama, uh, Imlah. Now the king of Israel and Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, were sitting on their thrones. Okay, so get the picture. They're in the throne room. They're sitting on their thrones right now, right? Arrayed in all of their robes. And at the threshing floor, at the entrance of the gate of Samaria, all the regalia denoting two prominent kings in the region. And all the prophets, these 400 guys, were prophesying before them. And Zedekiah, the son of Chinnah, made for himself horns, this is another prophet, and said, Thus says the Lord, with these horns you shall go up and push the Syrians out, and they shall utterly be destroyed. And all the prophets prophesied so and said, Go up to Ramoth-Gilead and triumph. The Lord will give it to the hand of the king. Well, what do we see right here? We see real clearly that there's trouble looming on the horizon. Because the Bible says in other places, in the midst of wise men, there is great counsel. And sometimes that counsel is going to be abrasive. Sometimes when you go to your pastor and ask him something, he's going to say something to you you don't like, but it might be for your good. I preached a sermon last Sunday. I, you know, this is being recorded, and many of you are going to be listening to this years ahead, I hope. <laughs> but I preached a sermon last Sunday, and I had some people get really mad uh, about some things I said. But it was just some things that needed to be said. And, and so I get saying hard things. I've had hard things spoken to me. But it's in those hard words from people you can trust. Listen, people you can trust that oftentimes God will bring guidance into your life and bring correction into your soul. Now, listen, it's possible you'll get to an age where you don't want that anymore. You said, man, I've lived my life. I'm done. I don't want any of that anymore. I'm just going to put it in cruise and continue out the rest of my years. If you don't want to grow, oftentimes God will leave you on the sideline. But if you want to grow, you got to have people in your life that will stand against the course, that will sing off key, if you will, the truth into your life. Now, when you get that, You know what you're going to find? Some unbelievable grace for your journey. I promise you will. Let me pray for you. Well, Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. Now, Lord, be with us. Speak to us, even the words we don't want to hear, so we can serve you better. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God's blessings on all of you. and We'll talk again right here next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.